Welcome to the Eyes Up Mindset Podcast, where we explore what it means to grow daily and find our best in every aspect of life. Welcome back to another edition of the Eyes Up Mindset Podcast. I'm John Shirky here with my co-host, Jamie Wagner. Jamie, we just had to hit record because we've been laughing, we've been talking. What an awesome blessing and opportunity that we get to spend this time together sharing our experiences, the people in our lives, the knowledge that we have with with the people out there listening. Yeah, and to be able to bring in awesome guests that do the same, people that have poured into our lives, being able to give it away to a larger audience. And yeah, if you'd have told me a month ago that we were going to have eight episodes out already, five interviews, wouldn't have believed you, just incredibly grateful. I think it's certainly an example for us where it was, you just got to take a step, just do it, start doing it. And things, not that things are going to be perfect and that things are going to all fall into place. But I think both of us have had to learn and do and stretch and grow. I never thought I was going to be editing audio, but now I do. And I, I actually enjoy it and it's part of the process. And yeah, no question. And some listeners have challenged us with some questions that maybe we've left unclear through the process of these first eight episodes, but also where have we been challenged to step outside of our comfort zone, to grow and stretch ourselves, like you said, and doing the podcast is a stretch, but it's becoming a new normal. And that's the way that behavior change happens. It starts by stretching us, becomes a new normal. Then we actually want to get good at it. We want to prepare to be better and better and better at it. And that's, we are a podcast about getting better and we've had to experience that process ourselves. Agreed. I think I'm looking forward to our discussion a little bit deeper into comfort zones in a second. But like you said, we've been challenged by some of our feedback and some of the listeners to get back to some basics on some things. One of the biggest questions that I've gotten is like, where does this concept, where does Eyes Up originate from? In our very first episode, I talked about it, having written something about it, but it had just kept coming up in my coaching. It was a technical feedback point that I kept saying over and over and over again to my athletes. It didn't matter if it was football, wrestling, track, baseball, the four sports that I've coached. It's a constant reminder to get your posture in the right place so that your performance can improve. It allows your body to perform at its best. So that was where the original idea came from. And then it just turned into, oh, I see it everywhere. It's body language, it's um, confidence, it's being big picture. And you know, so going back to our very first episode, that was some of the discussion, but I think it kind of got lost in all of the ideas that we were sharing. And yeah. It's, it's basically a technical fix to a structural physical problem as an athlete. Yeah. And so, like you said, it, it stems from our athletic and our coaching experience. Now you see it everywhere. It really permeates every aspect of life, which is part of the reason why we end every episode with, you know, live eyes up. That means something a little bit different for everybody. And I think that's the challenge and the uniqueness about it is that it can mean something for you and it can mean something for me. And that, and it doesn't have to be the same. 
Absolutely. And, and that's why it's applicable to sports, but it's way bigger than sports. That's why it's applicable to business, but it's way bigger than business. Why it's applicable to relationships, but it's way bigger than that. That leads to another question that we've gotten from listeners. Like, what is it you guys actually do? Because you give these awesome like conceptual ideas, but what, how do you make this work when you go and work with a business or with a team? That's a, it's a great question. Clearly, neither one of us are salesmen because we haven't even tried to sell anything in the first nine episodes. We just like to talk. We like to share information. But ultimately, Eyes Up Mindset is a business where we work with sports teams, coaches, athletes, and also businesses on developing a mindset around growth, continuous improvement, and building relationships and how do we get better each day. Some of the ways that we do that is doing individual in-person presentations or trainings. Um, we've also developed a curriculum with workbooks and work skills for individual athletes that we work with coaches to facilitate. So not only are they, the athletes growing, the coaches are also growing in those skills. So it's not just us teaching individual athletes or business leaders. It's us helping leaders develop skills within their team. So John, what sort of skills that we work on apply big picture for everyone? Things like goal setting, self-talk, emotion regulation, reframing to find solutions, things like that where I think they're things that we all want to be able to do and do well. But if we don't take time to develop them, just like we do the physical side of performance, again, whether that's athletics or our work, if we don't take time to develop those mental skills, we're missing out on a whole aspect of performance and how we could improve. Absolutely. I, being a teacher, Maslow's hierarchy of needs is like drilled into us as uh, these things have to be taken care of. And really we're, we're looking at how do we provide different stages of the needs? We aren't going to provide physical safety or, you know, food or security in some ways. But we're going to, we're going to provide the idea that there's belonging within a community and a team that there's the capacity to reach your peak, your best, be self-actualized in that context by being reflective, by being aware of where you are presently so that you can move on to something maybe unimaginable six months ago, like we are doing right now with the podcast. It, it was unimaginable that we would have a podcast six months ago, but circumstances dictated that let's take a risk. So another question that our listeners have posed to us, and I think is incredibly valid because we have challenged everyone out there listening to be vulnerable, be courageous, you know, learn all these skills, take risks. One of the questions though that they have asked us is what is your why? We're really good at giving the philosophical, the theoretical, like this is what we do. This is why it's important. But Jamie, what is your why for starting a business about developing mindset and improving performance? It's a huge question and I have a challenging time being succinct ever with a simple question. So I'm going to do my best. I really think that it's threefold. 
The first is that via other people, I have been able to achieve things that I never thought possible. Um, whether that was through coaches, teammates, colleagues, friends, my wife, they've pushed me to get better, to grow. And as a result, I've been able to do some really cool things. So the first is giving back something that I've learned from those people and just like, it's my job to pay it forward. Number one. Number two is I have a tremendous curiosity about why people do the things that they do. Why do our brains work the way that they do? Why do we feel the things that we do? Um, why do things get in the way? <laughs> you know, like that's because I have things that get in the way regularly. And the more I learn about them, the more I am able to deal with them. And third, I just believe it takes a village. It takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village to grow each other. And my deep longing for this a year ago when I approached you about doing this was how do we pour into small communities so that they can grow together? And I was, I'm indebted to my small community and other communities that I've been a part of have just kind of grafted into me. And that's a, that's a deep seated belief that I have that has benefited me tremendously. And it, I just think that it's our job to do it again, to, to regrow that thing. I think there's loneliness and um, lack of community in the world. And I want to be a bridge, I guess. And if our company can do that, I would be more than excited and say that we're more than successful regardless of the amount of money that we make. So John, I couldn't agree more. I think two things that stuck out to you and, and this is actually something that I came across not that long ago in a, in a leadership conference that I was at, but this guy talked about his purpose in life was to grow and give every day. If I'm getting better, if I'm growing personally and I'm giving something that I have to somebody else that can better them, boy, what a goal for life, right? Now, some days are going to be better than others, but I want to wake up every day and I want to go to bed at night thinking that I have given, provided some value to the world. And I think since we have started Eyes Up Mindset, there are so many more days where I can't shut my brain off, which in some ways is a good thing, in some ways is a bad thing, but I can't shut my brain off because I just, there's always information coming in that I think, oh, I want to share that. I want to give that. I think that's what's cool about all the interviews that we're doing and we have some really cool ones coming up. If I can grow every day and I can give and I can wake up thinking about, man, I love doing what I do because I think it's helping people get better. That's the ultimate goal, right? No question. And to be just completely frank, I had somebody ask me, why, why didn't you do this by yourself? You know, you could, you could do this by yourself. And I 
my response was number one, I don't know that that's true <laughs> because I deal with doubt and self-doubt and negative self-talk myself at times. But the truth is that, and I think this has come through in the other episodes is that I, I value your input into my life in a way that I wanted to do this with you. When I started to think about who I could do this with that would challenge me daily, I immediately thought about you because I think you have grown me as a person maybe as much as, you know, with the exception of a few people, as much as anybody I know. And I I, I had a coach in college tell me you need to be a mentor, you need to be a peer, and you need to be someone who has a mentor. And I, I think teaching allowed me to be a mentor. You have been uh, an unbelievably valuable peer. And I look at the episodes and the interviews as ways to be mentored in some ways. And so the podcast to me is a, a culmination of those three things. It's, a, it's the capacity to do all of that together. Um, and for that, I've used the word grateful before, but that's, that's truly the way that I feel about being able to do this every week. It's funny. I was just reading a quote in this book that I'm reading. It's Compete Every Day by Jake Thompson. And the quote is, it's never the easy things in life we do that make us proud. It's not the smooth seas that forge great sailors. And it's not the effortless achievements that inspire others about what is possible. I think that leads us into our topic today of comfort zones. And, you know, we've talked a little bit about getting off of autopilot in a previous episode, but this is kind of taking that next step of how do I step outside of what is comfortable, what is known to me? Yeah, because it's not the easy that shows us who we are. It's not the easy that shows us who our friends are. It's not the easy that reveals community to us. It's when we step out and take a risk. Why is that so hard to do? The reason is that we have two competing forces in our brains each time something happens and we're faced with a decision. We do a presentation with our clients on bursting out of their comfort zones. And we use two examples. The first example is the monkey brain, which essentially is the fight, flight, or freeze response that people may be familiar with. It's black and white. It's right or wrong. And it's what keeps us safe. It keeps us preserved, protects our ego. It protects us physically sometimes. And it's comfortable. The other side we call the professor. The professor deals with logic and facts and truth. Now, the problem is the professor often takes longer to make decisions. And we'd like to be able to use that logic and fact and truth all the time. But sometimes we don't have time to make rational decisions. We have to rely on instinct, which is the monkey. Most of the time we live in a world where the monkey is in control. We react quickly to things without thinking because the monkey screams loud. Sometimes that's helpful. Sometimes that's a good thing. These comfort zones can be useful. The brain has evolved to conserve energy and to make quick decisions. So when we hear the horn honk on a car, we don't think we get out of the way. We don't want to disrupt some of those common benefits, these normal things that are legitimately helpful. But when it comes to performance, they can be a limiting factor. 
So how, John, are these comfort zones destructive? They're destructive because they're entirely made up. We limit ourselves. We decide the outcome before we even try. This happens to me a lot. My wife loves to go on adventures. She likes to go on hikes and new hikes, which I love being outdoors, but I also love to know where I'm going and what to expect. And so when we've done a hike a couple of times, I actually really enjoy it. She loves the newness of going and exploring. And this is one of the things that I love about my wife is that she pushes me to get outside my comfort zone and say, hey, look, first of all, this is a trail that people have been on. There are reviews we can read. We have a map. It's not that new, but it's new to me. And that's still a struggle. That's my monkey brain saying, no, you don't know what's out there. Maybe there's a bear, but the professor brain says, like I said, with my wife, she says, well, there's a map. There's a way to do this. People have done this. That's an internal struggle that I have going on. And I limit myself and I limit the places that, and the experiences and the things that I can see because of that. You're talking about fear, fear of, well, if I take this trail and we come to a tree over a river and I have to walk across it, like, am I going to break the tree? Am I going to fall in and not make it? Am I going to lose my balance? Am I going to be humiliated? Am I going to be inadequate? Am I going to be embarrassed in this process? And it might not be outward that you feel embarrassed. Like It might be that you are embarrassed to yourself. And that inadequacy that you feel when you fail, it comes out as shame or disappointment. And so when we when we get stuck inside of our comfort zone, it's really a byproduct of fear. And we let fear take control. We let the monkey brain win. And we don't live in a world where there's a bear around the corner, John. I mean, you live in Montana, so maybe there are bears around the corner. I still haven't seen one. Point taken, exactly. There are no bears in the bushes coming to get you. But there are real concerns for people. One of the common things that we come across is this idea that if I'm not already good at something, why should I do it? You know, we've talked a lot about how athletes that comes out, but in a business, if we're asking somebody to lead a project that they've never had to do before, some of those fears that you already talked about, the fear of inadequacy or humiliation or embarrassment, those things can be real. And that's a little bit of my approach to hiking. And that's why it challenges me because to, to walk the walk, if I'm not already good at it, why would I do it? Because new grows us. Novelty is a part of growth. We, we have to be excited to engage. And without novelty, we don't engage most of the time. And so this is why sports are so fun because every game, every new beginning means that there are endless new possibilities. That's also frightening. And so, and that reminds me 
of a quote that we use when we present it. It's from Simon Marshall and Leslie Patterson in The Brave Athlete. They say, living in mental cruise control and making nothing but safe choices leads to boredom and complacency. A breakthrough in happiness, self-awareness, and mental toughness requires new experience. If we want to be more mentally tough, if we want to be happier, we need to step out of our comfort zones. We often ask this question to teams and groups that we work with. What will it take for you to feel comfortable being uncomfortable? John, it's been uncomfortable at times to do this podcast. What did it take for us to begin to build comfort doing this? I think it's an ongoing process of engaging the skills that we already have and trying to build these new skills, things like sound quality and microphones and recording, all of these things that we're not comfortable with. They have become more comfortable as we put ourselves out there and we say, hey, we're going to take a step and do this and we're going to learn from it. So I think the challenge isn't necessarily what is it that we've done to be more comfortable doing this, but the challenge is how do I make myself uncomfortable each time we do this? And that's something that we, we've had to engage in. You know, how are we going to get better from episode number eight to episode nine and moving forward? And you just said it. It's not that you become comfortable right away. It's that each attempt becomes more comfortable. The willingness to do it the first time is what really matters. A concept we've discussed in a previous episode and that guides us when we work with anybody is the idea of simple but not easy. When it's simple in concept but hard to execute, you're probably onto something. So if somebody's listening to this that doesn't interact with these ideas as frequently as we do and is wondering what are some simple but not easy steps I could take to step out of my comfort zone. When faced with discomfort, what should I do? And here's how we get there. Three simple steps. First, we got to identify and observe. This means we're going to identify what we want to change and observe other people doing it. In doing so, we might help understand the process and remove some of our generalizations or biases about it. Second, we want to prepare for the worst. Asking ourselves, what's the worst that can happen? Helps us to realize that that worst case scenario might not be that bad. And it gives us a plan of attack going forward. And the last one, just do it. Take the plunge and dive in. So a really good example for us specific to this podcast was when we started to make a list of possible interviews that we wanted to do. We started very comfortable, people that were really close to us. And as we have progressed, we realized that as we started to look at step number two in that prepare for the worst, for us, the worst case scenario was they say no. And as we started to realize that that was the worst case, like that isn't that bad. And then we were able to make a plan. If someone says no, we ask someone else. We have other content that we can do. And so for us, 
the third step of taking the plunge was just starting to ask people that stretched us. And we have some interviews coming up that are stretches for us. But it's also every time we ask, it's exciting. Yes or no, it's exciting. And that engages us to be willing to try again. So I think that's our challenge and our commitment to you guys is that we're going to continue to stretch and grow with the guests that we get and the topics and our skills on the podcast. But the challenge for you listening to this is what is an area of your life where you live in comfort that you're afraid of a new experience of putting yourself out there that if you did, you might get to experience things that you never imagined. The challenge you just extended is the challenge to live eyes up. Changing your mindset begins by stepping out of your comfort zone to live in a different way you need to quiet the monkey brain. And as always, live eyes up.